definitely human. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com/acast code acast. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code Listen to get fifty dollars off your purchase of five hundred dollars or more. That's code Listen at BlueNile.com for fifty dollars off your purchase. BlueNile.com code Listen. It is nineteen twenty, the year of Cornelia Cavendish's sixtieth birthday. On an expedition through the ancient and forgotten tunnels of a newly discovered Egyptian tomb, Cornelia and her unlikely associates behold the impossible architecture of an immense cathedral. It is not yet too late to turn back, but our heroes are compelled onwards by the world-shaking insinuations of this mystery. The answers they seek might finally be within reach. All that is required is courage, a united front, and one more step into the infinite bad. The Tomb of Aresnufis, Part Nine. Cornelia, Joy, and Henry follow Apollo as he strides towards the massive entrance of this implausible cathedral. They are dwarfed under its colossal black wooden doors, but set into the corner of one of them is a smaller, human-sized door. As Apollo steps forward and swings it open, Henry boldly marches in. Ippolito excitedly beckons towards Cornelia and Joy, and they too enter, somewhat more apprehensively. Meanwhile, out in the enormous cavity, Sebastian lies on his back, staring up at the darkness, while Dorothy checks his breathing, still marveling at his miraculous recovery. How do you feel, Sebastian? Perfectly fine. Couldn't be better. <laughs> Sebastian, in fact, you you are feeling better and better. You gained another two hit points now. Excellent. Um. And Is anyone feeling... else healing? Oh. No, no, no. Uh, you're, you're feeling quite excited. Maybe it was the mulch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, you're you're feeling increasingly enthusiastic so and excited. Stretching out like, so Dorothy, what do you want to do? Where are we? Well, we seem to be in a medieval European city underground in Egypt. Mm. So yes. it's a bit odd and not typical. Mm. Okay. I think we should probably also follow. Uh, so you enter, all four of you, and you can see Ippolito, uh has already stepped forward. Henry is right by the entrance, just looking up at the vaulted ceiling, gaping. 
Inside uh, is, is this massive cathedral interior, as you were expecting. Um, it is almost entirely bare, though. You would expect some sort of ornamentation or decoration on, on the surfaces of the stone, um, but there is none. Uh, the floor is just simple stone flagging, um, but the only the only distinctive feature that you can see inside is a stone altar uh, covered with a coarse off-white linen cloth, and there's a few objects on the altar. Hippolyto has um, ha- has been hurrying towards the altar and is now genuflecting in front of it, uh, going on one knee and, and crossing himself while while muttering under his breath uh, in Italian. What else is in this space? Any so it's or... it's not very well lit. There are shafts of light coming through the the kind of the murky windows. Um, you can see that off to the side that it looks like there's a passage behind the altar where in a normal church there would be the passage towards the vestibule or possibly towards catacombs beneath. Um, there is kind of a, a kind of service hallway in that direction. This is very interesting. Um, so. Where's the way out? Just so we know if we want to go outside for a bit. I'm not saying now. Obviously, have a look around and enjoy. But uh, when we do go, though, where where would we go? Um, so are you, are you walking up to Apollo to, yeah. to, to say, okay, so, and the rest of you as well? Or? Yeah, I kind of want to take a look around the cathedral. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Are there, like, pews? Uh, there are no pews, um, oh. but you can see that there's there's scraps of cloth uh, strewn around, uh, there's there's bits of hay, straw. It looks like a lot of activity has happened here, um, but that it was cleared out, not not particularly effectively, because there's debris of various kinds around. There's dark stains across much of the flagging. Uh, it looks like the, something happened here, but not what you would normally expect to be uh, happening in a cathedral, really. I'd like to ask Henry what he makes of all of this, mm. and whether or not he remembers... Because he seemed to be thinking before mm. about, yeah, the, about the this Italian mm-hmm. uh, Egyptologist. Uh, Henry turns to you and he says, My dear girl, I've never seen anything like this in my life. This is, this is the find of the century, of the millennium. What this, this turns on its head everything that we knew about Egyptology. That's very nice. Roomy. <laughs> Good light. Yes, I agree. Um, Cornelia, as you're uh, sorry, Joy, what are you doing? Um, I am with Cornelia, looking around, um, trying to see if there's any objects or anything that we can kind of discern what happened. Mm-hmm. Both make investigation checks. Seventeen. Seventeen. Very nice. Yes. Okay, and uh, Sebastian, you're up. Uh, basically, Apollo has stepped forward and now Jenny flattened directly in front of the altar. So you've stepped up towards uh, Apollo. Uh, he doesn't seem to be listening to you. Uh, he seems to be busy praying. Uh... I'd like to clear my throat quite loudly <laughs> a number of times, however long it takes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as you're as you're clearing your throat, uh, Cornelia and Joy, you start to make out as you start uh, kind of lining the walls of the cathedral and having a look at, at, at every crevice of it, you start to notice that the stained glass of the cathedral, uh, it does depict saints and other religious figures, as you would expect, but it d- does so in, in slightly strange ways. Their faces, where normally you would expect to see these uh, 
expressions of of calm stoicism or benign mercy or whatever uh many of the faces seem distorted many of the bodies uh instead of the usual kind of one hand up standing stock still many of the bodies themselves seem to be demonstrating kind of contortion uh or or sitting in a in a or lying in a strange way uh so they look like superficially similar to christian iconography that you might be familiar mm. with but almost as if this is some sort of strange offshoot sect that you can't quite that you identify never... any of the figures uh make a make an intelligence check okay seven seven and joy you as well 18 okay so sebastian um you're clearing your throat loudly and like mm-hmm. kind of looking around slightly awkwardly because you don't understand why you apologize <laughs> <laughs> Yes, no, great, but uh, if you could... Hello? Um, Your eyes scan across the the surface of the altar that Hippolyta is praying in front of, and you can see an ancient-looking wooden bowl, uh, which seems to be filled with a kind of blackish-red fluid. Uh, And... (laughs) I'm nodding and smiling and looking at the ball and looking back at him like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> you see, additionally, uh, you see two more canopic jars. Uh, one is sealed and the other is open. And indeed, you can see that the open one is half filled with dozens and dozens of human teeth. Uh, your eyes dart back towards the bowl and you notice that there are three or four human teeth floating in the blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joy, you now notice that the likeness on on the stained window that's right in front of you, uh, you do recognise it, and, and it took you a moment to place it, but it is Angela Gresley's face looking down upon you with, uh, God, with a look of radiant serenity, even as her body is contorted. Uh, in, into a strange kind of spiral shape, uh, twisting downwards towards the base of the window. You notice, Sebastian, now as well, that the head, the lid of the canopic jar, where before it was worn away to into anonymity, uh, here in this cathedral, it is well-preserved enough for you to recognise it also as the likeness of Angela Gresley. Ah! Oh, shit! <laughs> ah! I'm like, uh, just sort of mouth it. I kind of turn to the other, still smiling really well, <laughs> just like, you know what? We'll probably find our own way out. We're <laughs> just going to go uh, take a little look around. Aren't we, everyone? Hippolyta <laughs> stands up and uh, he he looks past the altar to the hallway that, was, that, that seems to be leading away, perhaps to a vestibule, uh, perhaps to a catacomb. And in fact, he says, Come down, come down to the catacomb. I show you where I how I come in. I show you where I come from. Come down, <laughs> and he starts striding towards the passageway I don't want to see. Yeah, this sounds like a bad idea to follow this guy, though. Mm. What do you do? I think I want to go into stealth mode and <laughs> <laughs> and, and hide. Um, with my gun and sort of like inch my way down but where I can't be seen where I could just be a fly on the wall really okay uh, make a stealth check three <laughs> 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 okay uh, 
you you start stealthily moving down, but halfway halfway uh, you notice that your gun isn't cocked, and you accidentally cock it very loudly, and the sound <laughs> rings out through the empty cathedral. Uh, Ippolito looks back at you, cheerfully waves, and says, "Yes, come, follow me." This is incredible. I must know. Mm. I must, must you know. though <laughs> is the thing, Mrs. Cavendish. Must you though? I must, must you know? I must. I follow him. <laughs> it is her birthday. It's your birthday. I guess I, I, I guess in I follow the Okay, I just watch all of you go down there. Like, Ah, it's lonely being the only sane person here. <laughs> yeah. ah, I suppose I'd better go protect them. <laughs> follow afterwards. Cornelia, you're first now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Hippolyto takes you through, uh, down a kind of a narrow spiral stone staircase. And um, your knowledge of, of, of cathedral layout seems to indicate that uh, he is taking you towards where normally the catacombs would be of, mm-hmm. of, of a cathedral. Uh, Ippolito seems to start growing agitated. Uh, and he's, he, he starts raving a little bit in Italian, a little bit in English. Uh, sometimes he seems to be urging you on. At other times he says, no, no, maybe maybe you stay back now. Uh, no, come, no, i show you where I come from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he brings you to... Very reassuring. Yes, keep going. He brings you to a small antechamber. Uh, it's, it's maybe 20 feet down the hallway from the foot of these spiral steps. Uh, and in this antechamber, you can see that this, this looks like where Hippolyta might have been living. There is a ragged cot on the floor, a little more than straw and rags uh, bundled together into a pile. Uh, there's a bucket with excrement in it, and there's a battered journal uh, on the floor next to it. Hippolyto uh, sits in the cot and you can see in front the antechamber leads on through to a simple wooden door, which now seems to be buckling against its hinges uh, as if it's being blown by a strong wind. Mm-hmm. Hippolyto takes up his journal now and he leaps through it and then he, he hands it with quivering hands towards you, Cornelia. I take what does it, what is it? I take it. Okay, uh, so it seems to be a simple leather-bound journal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has Ippolito Rosalini's name on it. And as you start leafing through it, make an investigation check. One. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, uh, as you start leafing through it, it falls out of your hands and clatters <laughs> on the floor. Um, Joy, you can you can try picking it up and, and I investigating will, I it. Will try. Cornelia that is overcome. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. for okay. a one. Cornelia yeah. is clearly over. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> Seven. Seven. Okay, you can't read Italian. Uh, and many of the drawings don't seem to have any particular significance to you. Uh, they seem to be a lot of what, what seems to be anatomical drawings, uh, which isn't necessarily what you would expect from, from an Egyptologist journal. Uh, but what does, what does jump out at you is the date of all of the entries. And the dates uh, begin in 1833 and end in 1837. What? I say, Hippolyto, help me out here. Uh, what's in the journal? <laughs> Having a little trouble. <laughs> <laughs> he says, you read the journal, you go, 
go through the door. See well, where why I... Why you tell me what's in the journal? And then we'll, we'll handle the door later. He, he smiles benevolently towards you and he says... I smile back. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could Sebastian try reading the journal because you, you would have had Latin in school, right? That's true. I'll and give that's it a read. Yeah. kind of similar mm-hmm. to Italian. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... Yeah, go, go make an intelligence check. Mm. I don't think I've ever had to do this before. <laughs> 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 Watch this, you're giving me some kind of old book. Uh, I don't care. Yeah, you can you can make out absolutely nothing from the, from the Dorothy, you might as well. Just, yeah, I'll give it a it, shot. I'll give it a go. Uh, Twelve. So actually, although you can't read any of the words, uh, you, you do seem to recognize a lot of the drawings, uh, and the drawings seem to be depicting a kind of step-by-step guide on how to do certain surgical procedures. You can see from the dates that these many of the techniques and equipment being called for are outdated. Um, but there it seems to be, and this doesn't surprise you, several uh, instructions on how to remove teeth. But, mm. Not surprised. But also a kind of how to create and maintain an incision in the throat, from the throat through to the collarbone. But you don't really, you don't really understand more than that. There's a lot of like weird scribblings in in many of the drawings. Like what you might have like for a feeding tube. Uh, yes, but like larger, like a like a like a long slit, not just a hole. <laughs> okay. Um, all good, Dorothy. <laughs> Learn anything interesting? It's pretty creepy. This is uh-huh. all pretty creepy. I mean, are we going to go through the door? I mean, yeah. I mean, I assume there's camels on the other side. It'd be foolish not to. <laughs> <laughs> What's the guy's name? Polizia. Hippolyto. Hippolyto. Yeah. What's happened with Henry? Is Henry with us? Henry's not with you. He's back up in the... He, he wasn't really moving. He was just, like, taking the interior of the cathedral in. He didn't participate in the conversation with Hippolyto. Um, Hippolyto, what time are you from? <laughs> He, that's a bit of a rude question. <laughs> when were you born? Again, I'm, I apologize. She's only a child. <laughs> Sebastian, this is important. Uh, he, he smiles benevolently at you as well, and he nods and he says, Go through the door. We go home now. Aww. Excellent. We go home now. Go you home. hear that? Yes, I will like to open the door. Okay. So, Sebastian, you step forwards towards. Uh, the door, which is which continues to buckle against its hinges, hands trembling, you swing open the simple wooden door. Immediately, you feel the air pressure change and the silence around you amplifies. Through the door, you can see the beginnings of a catacomb, a few stone sarcophaguses, simple flagstone flooring. But then about 10 feet ahead, it gives way to an unimaginable sight. A vast expanse opens before you and your eyes trace its depth and breadth for hundreds of miles before it is swallowed in the dark. Your brain careens with frantic reptilian attempts to comprehend the reality of this site, as you can see beneath you thousands of protrusions, hundreds of feet high. Your mind struggles, insists that these are some form of extraordinary stalagmite, but your unwelcome eyes confirm the truth that these are spires and steeples, an endless city straining upwards towards the surface it is hidden from, where unwitting fools play in the sand like children. What do you want to do? I would like to close the door. (laughs) Very quietly, very softly, just close the door. Okay. Um, 
as you close the door, uh, the rest the rest of you haven't seen this. <laughs> We've not. I would like to open the door. (laughs) I'm standing in front of the door and I turn around. I say, that's not the way. (laughs) Stand aside, Sebastian. I'm sure it's fine. Just just let me... It's not the way, Mrs. Cavendish. We were, we were were misinformed, Mrs. Cavendish. (laughs) Clearly there's been some kind of mistake. What do you want to do, Cornelia? Oh no, I'm gonna open the door. You're gonna open the door, do oh, you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've not come all this way to not open this door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all of you, all eyes are on you then, Cornelia, as you uh, open the I would, door. I would like to make a strength check to stop Cornelia from opening the door. You have to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go for it, Sebastian. Uh, is it this one? Yeah. Five. Nine. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that is not. Those aren't good rolls. Neither of us came out of this well. There is there is a brief and undignified scuffle <laughs> as Sebastian tries to get to to hold you from the door, um, but you you slap him across the face and he, <laughs> he takes a step back, um, and you open the door and the, the sight uh, greets you as it did Sebastian. Mm. Make a perception check as well, Cornelia. Twelve. So you notice two things. The first thing that you notice as you look down upon the endless expanse of of buildings is that they're not empty. That there are what appear to be at least thousands of pale anthropoid figures uh, crawling or climbing up the steeples uh, with their hands and feet. You can't make them out at this distance because they're hundreds of feet mm-hmm. away, but you can you can pick them out like like grains of pale rice against the darkness okay. below. And um, what's the second thing I make out? Uh, as you turn around into the antechamber, you notice that Hippolyto is no longer there. Okay, I would like to close the door mm-hmm. and say, "Back for you, we come." I guess. <laughs> uh, Joy and Dorothy, do you uh, do you want to? What did you see? Oh, don't. Worry about it, dear. Yes. <laughs> Nothing of interest. Um, yes. You know, we all make mistakes. <laughs> Just wasn't the way, was no. it? Like I said, it wasn't the way. I'll admit it, you were right to pass the way. Let's go. I like to smile benevolently. Yeah, so would I. We both <laughs> smile. We go, then. Extremely large smile. We're back. We're back, we go. <laughs> You start making your way back up towards uh, the cathedral's main uh, main chamber. Make will saves everyone. But I didn't see anything. Oh yeah, you, you yeah, two, yeah. you two still make will saves, but yeah. Twelve. Four. Seventeen. Nine. Okay, uh, so the two uh, Joy and Dorothy, you're a bit shaken. You're not really in, you're not really sure what's through that door, but you don't gain any dread. Uh, what did you get? Twelve. A twelve. You gain ten dread, and Sebastian, you gain twenty-five dread. Mm. What do you want now? Uh, Fifty. Okay, you are rushing back up the stone steps. Uh, who's first? Is it? I assume it's either Cornelia or Sebastian. Uh, no, I'm trying to shoot them. Shooting. Oh, you're trying to shoot yeah. them. Oh, I'm like, no, okay, no, come no, along, come along me. this way. Okay. A little faster uh, now, a little faster. <laughs> uh, so first up, is it Joy or Dorothy? Be running ahead, yeah. You'll be running ahead. Yeah. Make a perception check, Joy. 17. Okay, uh, as you make it to the top of the stairs, 
go back into the main chamber, you can see past the altar uh, what looks like Hippolyto uh, making his way through the small door uh, set into the larger cathedral door, and he's mm-hmm. making his way outside again. Uh, you also notice that Henry appears to be on the floor, uh, and there is a pool of blood <sighs> spreading from his oh, body. Oh, dear. Oh, damn. So I rush over to Henry, I think. Okay. Uh, you can see that Henry uh, is, is, seems to be quite dead. Um, his throat seems to have been torn out uh, by some sort of inhuman strength. It doesn't seem to have been cut out it seems, or cut in any way. It seems to have been torn. Uh, and you notice on his body uh, that he's still got his gun, uh, as well as not an inconsiderable amount of dynamite. Anything on his teeth? His teeth are unharmed. His hands? That's still there. Hands still there. It looks. This was a a very quick job. It looks like. Well, good for you, Henry. And I (laughs) pat Henry on the chest. He kept his teeth till the end. That's (laughs) something to admire. I suppose. I'm going to grab the dynamite. Okay. I'll pick up the gun as I go. Okay. And I do go. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm, I keep go- I pick it up on the run <laughs> uh, at this point well uh, guys make perception checks actually 8 20 9 2 20 you start to hear uh, sounds coming from the where you just were catacombs blow it but it sounds like lots and lots of kind of chittering voices just murmuring, Dynamite. making making indistinct kind of language-like sounds, but almost like pre-language, like a joy, but like an infant's babbling. An opportunity has presented so itself. Um, you you <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't you didn't see. Um, I insist that you use the dynamite. <laughs> what did you see? We don't need to get into details. You know, just let's... Please. (laughs) What we do know is that Henry has been murdered. Mm. There was some strange pagan sacrifice stuff going on in that other chamber with the blood and the teeth, right? Which we know also happened in Drake Low Hall, and we know how that all turned out badly. Also, last night there were lines with a case of the giggles. I feel like nothing good is coming at us right now. <laughs> Something's getting blown up. <laughs> Where are we? We're by the altar. We're in the main room. Well, you're actually uh, by the entrance. You're in the main room, but you're by the entrance to the cathedral. Um, oh. That's where Henry's body How is. How much dynamite? Uh, like 12 sticks? And oh, like a bundle? A I wouldn't need to use all 12. I would say split it in half, and I'm going to blow up the chamber that they're going to be running from. Is it like a, a corridor? Okay. I'm hoping it'll just like all collapse. Do well, yeah, I'm thinking you collapse the corridor, and then also as we run back through the tunnel, I'm going to collapse the tunnel as well. Do we have any rope? We have it in the tunnel. Is it still there? Well, we don't. Yeah, know. it would be. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Is that why we're well, going out? Though, did we? We didn't see anything. Going, yeah. Any other entrance? It's just a hollow in the earth. Yeah. Great. So we're gonna go back out the way we came, where there is no boats, <laughs> and die in the desert. It's a good plan. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, I'm going to take three or four sticks of the dynamite and put them in the corridor and five or six. <laughs> five or six. Five or six. Be okay. as generous as you like. Okay. No need to be thrifty here. <laughs> I have twelve, right? Yeah. Yes. You have twelve. 
Okay, so I'll do six. Okay. Yes. So you six where? At the entry to the hallway that led down to the catacombs? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay, great. And then your plan is to use the other six further up the, to the shaft. The tunnel. Yeah, just so that it's yeah. like double, just in case 12 doesn't work. Two okay. X's. And then we get out of here and contact the police. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good plan, everyone. Mrs. Cavendish looks on as her troubled and enigmatic ward, Joy Dutton, throws the dynamite into the passageway, which is now heaving with the sounds of things pulsing their way up the spiral staircase. There is a moment of absolute silence before the detonation. Then, with an ear-splitting crack, our heroes see the cathedral begin to crumble from within like a stopper has been pulled beneath it. They imagine they can hear the cries of hundreds of beings, but in the ringing silence that follows, they think it must just be the fevered afterimages of their exhausted minds. Dust and particulate matter swirls around our hero's legs as they hold their hands gingerly to their wounds. There is nothing left to do now but trudge back towards the surface, barely aware of the passage of time. Dorothy, Cornelia, Sebastian and Joy feel unsteady on their feet, anxious in the new knowledge of what lies beneath the coarse stone. They emerge, blinking and bleary, into the light and intense heat of the Egyptian summer, and what they see before them comes as a blessed relief. It's the Nubia, its engine shuddering happily as it hangs low in the muddy waters of the Nile. They see a dozen British soldiers in full khaki uniforms milling around, securing the area, their distinctive jackboots and pith helmets shining like a beacon of imperial normalcy. Captain Jean Salim steps up, two British officers flanking him. He looks concerned and puts his hand on Mrs Cavendish's shoulder to steady her, and he whispers, almost conspiratorially, as if trying to avoid the ears of the soldiers. My God, what did you find? Oh! Actually, You've been listening to The Tomb of Aresnufis, written by Giorgio Mariani and produced and edited by David Knight and Tom Dalling, with music by Jonathan Day. Starring Eleanor Kohler as Dorothy Taylor, Maximilian John as Cornelia Cavendish, David Knight as Sebastian St. Battenberg, and Charlie May as Joy Dutton. I am Giorgio Mariani, Game Master. This is the end of The Tomb of Arrest Nufis. If you enjoyed the adventure, please rate and review the show on iTunes. You can follow The Infinite Bad, as well as our other podcast shows, on Twitter at HumanDefinitely and support the production of this series on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash definitely human. Dorothy, Cornelia, Sebastian, and Joy will return in The Nightmare of Cow Yi Chow on the 29th of November. The Infinite Bad is a definitely human production. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.